It's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Sure is another week of the Supercatch Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I am Paul Grisadka. With me, as always, Ryan MS. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Very good. And Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. How are you, mate? Very good. Uh, looking forward to uh, another week of Supercoach chat. I tell you what, it's getting closer and closer. And the big thing is, with these teams named for this week's trials, the Charity Shield, the you know the the Club Challenge over in the UK, um, we're getting hints of what's going to happen. Not all teams are, are showing their hands, but a few have named some pretty strong squads. So we'll get to that shortly. No Peter Hanscom with us this week, but. He'll be back on deck next week um, as we can really go through a lot of stuff. Charity Shield, I know he's going to be at that game, so he'll be able to to let us know um, how Jai Field goes, some of those south, south side backs, um, Braden Burns, Siasafai Talaki go, um, if any of those could be interesting pickups. Um, speaking of the trials, of course, last week we had um, some games to talk about. Um, hard to get a lot of vision of, the, of these games, unfortunately, unfortunately, unless you were out at the games. A bit disappointing, really. There is a bit of a black hole um, there with the broadcasting. So much effort put into the regular season, but um, pre-season, it'd be nice to see something there. Um, so going on what we can... Um, Storm v. the Warriors, Brody Croft playing well, still not named for this week, however, with it looks like um, Ryan Munster's, they're, they're out and out, regardless of what happens to Slater, they want Munster to get familiar with the 5-8 position because it's Tonema Pier named at fullback. But Croft is pushing, and, and I guess, you know, seeing how that goes, whether Croft goes in the halves, Munster the fullback, or indeed Munster stays at 5-8, then a guy like Tonema Pier fills in until Slater's fit. Yeah, it'd be an interesting one. Um, uh, it, the fact that Billy Slater hasn't played for such a long time, um, it does kind of put the doubt into my mind that he actually will come back. Yeah. I know he's scheduled to. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, I, look, I do think if if Billy doesn't make it back, um, then Munster will go back to fullback and um, it, it will be Croft in at six. If Munster plays fullback, he could be the top scoring fullback, centre and winger in Supercoach this year. If he doesn't, at 460000 he's completely overpriced. So that's really, it's such a big call right now um, and, and probably one you have to wait a little bit on um, and, and make sure you don't miss the boat if he is looking like fullback. But that's a tough call. Joe Stimson's the other interesting one out of that game, getting over for a try. Um, He's a cheapie, probably still outside the 17 at this stage, how we're judging it, but we'll know more next week. Um, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, um, he scored a try in that game, generally looking um, like he's back from, from his injury, Andrew, and at, at 324000 it's it's pretty affordable. I mean, he was a must-have a couple of years ago, wasn't he, before he, before he moved to the Warriors and... If he's anything like he was, just his his um, breaking tackles alone, just that the awesome footwork he has, uh, yeah, it, he's you probably won't get him that that cheap. He, he'll go up, and especially for and getting the all clear, so he, he'll be right to play early on this season. Uh, I, I think they'll all uh, him Johnson, 
four and 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 uh, Luke, they'll all have a good combination. I think that'll only be great for uh, Sheck's super coach points. It's going to be interesting whether you go with two of us at Sheck or Jared Hayne. Hayne, we we're not sure either. We'll probably talk more about next week when we get to the Titans. Why don't we preview. do both? Or both. <laughs> Why can't you have both? You can, and particularly with the 5'8 position also helping out. Um, Matt Moylan's the other one for mine at 420000 I think he's great value with the Panthers um, having a great um, start to the season draw-wise, looking very soft. Tigers and the Dragons. Um, the Tigers didn't even bring out their, their A grade, I think, for the second half, Brian. Not a lot we can take away from it, except that Idris was strong. Kurt, um, I'm sorry, Jai Field was up and down from what we're reading. Did score a try, um, but still it seems like McCrone's ahead of, of him and Sean Nona at the moment. Yeah, look, I think they're all, it's almost like they're all very level pegging and they're not sure who to put in. I mean, we all know who who we should be putting in there and everyone wants to see a young kid do well. So everyone's, you know, gunning for Jai Field um, from a football point of view and also from a super coach, super coach point of view, because he's a cheapy um, and he's going to make you cash. But I think it'd be very interesting. I, it's hard to pick, um, especially for the Dragons because, well, they've basically tried everyone they had, um, you know, in fullback and playmaking roles. So, McGregor's come out and said, you know, about Hutchison injured out for the year, how devastating it was, you know. And, and, yeah. and he's talking about it personally, like, for Hutchinson, but, yep. you know, he looks like he's at a loss. Yeah, look, uh, I think he is. And, I mean, look, because there's, there's so much pressure on him for this season um, coming up. So I think you can't really be 100% certain until, you know, they name the teams for round one. Um, as to who gets it, and I'm going to almost guarantee that it's going to change at some stage during mm. the year. It's going to be tough because you've got Brock Lamb there, you know, very hard to trust the Knights at 172 field, you know, 50 grand cheaper, but might not even get on the park. Not a lot of other options for your fourth um, half five eight. So, yeah, we've, we're really going really to be monitoring it down to those week one teams. I think that one, that's going to change a few times. Bulldogs, Panthers, not a lot to talk about from the Dogs. As expected, they lost to Penrith, even though the Panthers didn't really have... Well, both teams probably didn't have their full strength. Teams out there, Dean Faro, Peter Hicku, both returning um, for Penrith, and it was T. Maria Martin who was probably leading the way. Andrew, it looks like he's going to nail this 5'8 position for Penrith uh, over Bryce Cartwright. And I think rightly so. I think he's he's more of a natural ball player than... Probably not a ball player, sorry, just a, a natural yeah, playmaker. Organizer. Um, yeah, bit more of an organiser than, than Cartwright. Don't get me wrong, Cartwright, he can create a fair bit, but, yeah, I just think he's better served in the forward pack. And, um, you know, maybe that little bit of extra tackling, you know, might boost up Cartwright's uh, points a little bit. I mean... <laughs> Oh, on the same, uh, yeah, on the same side, I guess you know it could be could tire him out, and he won't be so dynamic in attacks. I mean, it is 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 a tough one, but yeah, I think for for the Panthers in general, I think yeah, Martin will go number six and and cut right back into the forward pack. It's a big game uh, on the weekend for Penrith with Bryce Cartwright named at lock. They've named a pretty full strength team, so we're getting some clearer pictures from the Panthers. We'll go through the preview for next. Um, this weekend's game shortly. 
but there's some interesting things in it. And we're going to talk about Penrith, one of the six teams we're previewing a bit later on in the show. Cowboys v the Roosters didn't really look like neither team had sort of put full-strength lineups out there. I guess the big news is Luke Keary um, being named, being playing, looking like he's still ahead of Connor Watson. That's a blow, I think, for Supercoach owners. I think it's a blow for Roosters fans, to be honest, but um, we'll see how that, that plays out. Um, to blow for the South fans too. <laughs> Kyle Labert won that game. I guess he's someone that we want to just at least remember the name in case one of the big name halves go down for North Queensland. Um, an out and out cheapy half there. Rabbitohs v the Eagles. Dylan Walker looking good in the centres. I think he's quite um, affordable, Andrew, as well. Um, so he's another manly player that we could be at least watching. Well, yeah, he had a strong game and he's back into his, his preferred centre position. I think you're right. He's, um, you know, Three it all just depends on how, not, not a lot how well Manly are going to go. He's 300,000, you know, so, I mean, that's, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty affordable for someone who's averaging, you know, in the mid-40s. So I like just, watching uh, players that when they get that opportunity to step it up in rep footy, that when they come back the next year, they just... Often that's when they take the next step. Michael Morgan as well, playing for Australia now. I think he's going to be even better this year. And um, I think Dylan Walker will, will really take a step in the week-to-week now that he's experienced origin. I mean, yeah, albeit four minutes of it or something like that. <laughs> he but looks more yeah. confident and he looks bulked up too. He does. He, and he, and he, yeah, he looks a bit more settled uh, at Manly now. It seems like uh, you know him and DC might be forming some sort of combination on the right there, so so yeah, I think um, I think yeah, it's not a bad option, but again, it all depends on how well Manly are doing because if they're not winning games, I don't think they'll be scoring too many points. So, um, well, yeah. I hope they they go well. So therefore, I hope Manly's players do well. <laughs> Souths did include Robbie Farah, um, but I think he's going to share time with Damien Cook. Um, CSO for Talakai, I think, is an interesting one. Um, they're playing two positions, relatively cheap. Did get over the trial line. Broncos only played against Ipswich. The interesting news there is Corbin Sims having a big game. I think he could end up beating out the likes of Jai Arrow, which is a big call. And the Titans v. the Eels, Ryan, all Kane Elgy. Um, again, looking really, really good. Yeah, that's right. And um, him partnering with um, Ash Taylor, it's going to be interesting to see how, what that does to each other's points. Mm. Um, you know, it does it take away from... Taylor's points, uh, do they complement each other and, um, you know, does it, do they just go up from there? Because they're both pretty dynamic. LG um, a lot cheaper than Taylor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Taylor's got, you know, a form on the board, I guess, from a, a stellar, last, uh, stellar season last season. Um, it'd be interesting to see how it, how it does pan out, but those two, um, I think, uh, yeah, well, they're obviously you know, the future for the Titans. But, um, yeah, uh, I, yeah. More, I can't, watch can't say more. pick one or the other, yeah. to be honest. And the Eels, well, we might as well get straight into our previews now um, because they're the first team on our block. Really didn't name anybody there of note, a, a reserve-grade team, I guess you could say. They, they have made a, a few off-season changes. The big one is um, Suwai Matangi, coming over from Penrith and winning a start. Um, 
in in this weekend's game trial against Penrith, which looks like they've named a pretty much full um, full strength squad. Bevan French has been named at fullback. I think that's an interesting one. Josh Hoffman gets the spot on the wing ahead of Cheapy's or, or value player Kirisami Uvar and Cheapy Honetti Tua. So that's that's an interesting one. Hoffman not really ever showing much super coach wise. Um, Guys like Alvaro, Kenny Edwards, Nathan Brown, I know that we've mentioned these guys before, Andrew, but I guess when you're looking at Parramatta, they've got good um, buy structures with no playing all those origin um, rounds that most teams are on buys. But it's hard to nail down an out-and-out stud for your Supercoach team. Yeah, and I mean, they've got a really, I think, well-balanced forward pack, so there's no real standouts. They're all kind of... One in all in kind of um, players and yeah, it's Maybe really yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he was one of their best last year, super coach wise. I'm, I was looking at him. He, he's you know he's pretty consistent when it comes to a uh, what he's going to give you week in week out. Um, but like we're saying, is it is it time for Moroa's uh, breakout year? You know, I I did tip him to have a good year last year, and maybe I was. A year or two off, but I really think that he's got the game for to become a super coach stud. But um, again, he might be a bit bit young for now. But like I said, that they're all they're all kind of in it together. And but you need to pick one because they've got a great buy structure around the origin. So mm. um, maybe I like Matungi. Best, yeah, maybe your best going for a cheapie like Matungi. Uh, you know, we'll we'll chatting off air about him. He's gonna he's gonna make you some money, and mm. you never know. It could be a, a surprise packet and eventually be a keeper because Parramatta are gonna do pretty well this year. I think. I I agree. Mo can play in the centres. Um, it's always good to have one of those back rowers in your centres in Supercoach because the regular centres and wingers are so up and down depending on matchups. It's nice to have some consistency there. Ryan, the other interesting one with all the, the the talk of who's going to fill in on hooker is the fact that Casey Pritchard at 153,000 has been named this week to start for Parramatta. So it looks like he's got the inside running. Yeah. Um, look, that is very interesting and I find that um, surprising. But on the same side of the coin, uh, with um, Isaac de Goyce not named at all, um, is it the fact that he's just sitting out this game? Will they share it? Uh, it's hard, um, especially given... Um, I know uh, Pritchard's been around for a couple of years now, but he's still relatively relatively young and we haven't not seen 100% sure. breakout games from... Exactly. I'm yeah, um, not sure if he can play an 80-minute game either. And it will be interesting because they haven't named... I mean, and look, I think it's the Wentworthville, who are Parramatta's feeder... Club play directly before um, the Penrith Parramatta game, so maybe some of those guys are going to come and play in the second half. But they've only named 17, and there's no hooker yep. on the bench. It's Brown, Edwards, no. Alvaro, and Pritchard. So I'm not sure how they plan to sort of cover that at this point, unless the rules are there that they can just trot out some of their Wentworthville players for the second half, so Pritchard yeah. can have yep. a break. But it'd be wor- it would be worth watching um, that game. And um, we're going to try. We're going to be getting out some of the games this week and try to get some vision of one, so we can talk about it a bit more next week. Andrew, I know you're up to uh, Central Coast. I'm trying to potentially join you up there, and so we'll get to see yeah, in the roost. I'll be out there with my notebook and being unbiased as a good, good yeah. reporter for the Supercoach Pro <laughs> Two teams that 
have got a lot of super coach options, let's face it, this year, the Eagles and the Roosters, yep. so that's going to be a good one. And I think Pete's out at the, the St. Souths game, of course, which is going to be on Fox as well, so we'll be able to give full report of that. And, of course, the World Club Series games as well. Um, let's move on to the Knights. And I think last year, Andrew, we had the uh, segment, it's a trap, but probably it is a trap. All, all night's players. Um, some interesting things. We're still really getting at who's going to play where. Dylan Pythian being named at fullback. You got guys like um, Ken Seo coming over from England, looking like get a spot in the the back line. Um, Joe Wardle as well. Um, and in the forwards, you know, it looks like Barnett's going to play middle third with Bura and Sione Mataudia on the edges, and Levi will have that starting hooker role, but. It, and, and I don't know if you can trust any of, of, of these guys. No, I, and I don't think you can trust Nathan Brown either because he was chopping and changing a fair bit. And I, I mean, I guess he had to, but I mean, you just can't trust him. You know, they're not going to mm. they're not going to get you any points. I think, yeah, kind of move on. <laughs> Brock Lamb, Ryan, at one hundred seventy-two thousand. Is there any interest there, or just move on? Well, there might be if Dryfield doesn't get the job. You've got to find another 50 grand basically. in your in your salary cap. If if that happens, suddenly you're scratching. Yep. You know, oh, no, it fields out. Lamb's the next cheapest half, but now I've lost 50 grand. Yeah. Well, he's definitely the next cheapest that's probably, you know, the mo- most likely to play. So, yeah, it's it's very hard. And unless the Knights surprise everyone, then it's not going to be – there's not going to be very many players from the Knights being picked by anyone. And rightly so. I think the Panthers, on the other hand, got a great uh, draw, had a great end to last season. Um, not a lot of changes. The big question marks we talked about earlier, Peter Hiku, Dean Farre, where they're going to fit in in the back line. Does DWZ return? We're hearing he could be out for a few weeks still. So that, that could mean both players still there. Tyrone Peachy, maybe he's on the bench. Bryce Cartwright named at lock this week, but when Trent Marin returns, we'll probably go back to the back row, which puts James Fisher-Harris to the bench, unless Isaiah goes to the centres, I guess. That's an outside chance. I think Peter Wallace is going to beat out Mitch Rain. Um, one of the cheaper options I like is Sitaleki Akawola. Maybe Ryan, he gets a spot on the bench, the ex-Tiger. He runs pretty hard. He's got a little bit of Andrew Fafita about him. I'm not saying he is Andrew Fafita. He doesn't quite have the size, but he plays in a similar way to Fafita played when he was at the Tigers. Yeah, he does. Um He's not a bad player, um, but yeah, as you said, he did. He is lacking a little bit of size for that, but you never know how he's going to be used from the bench. Uh, but I don't think it's a bad option. Definitely one to um, keep in mind, um, you know, as we close in on round one. One forty-three thousand. If he gets a spot on on the bench for Penrith, he might be worth putting on your bench. Um, Andrew, the big names for mine: Matt Moreland, I really like Nathan Cleary. You've really got to consider Trent Merrin. Maybe not so much Bryce Cartwright at the cost, seeing we don't know what position he's going to play. But even James Tammer, who looked good in the nines. I mean, you could pick four or five Penrith players here. Oh, 100%, mate. And plus, you know, what you said, their draw is pretty favourable at the start of the start of the year, so they're going to get you some points and hopefully make you some money. I think goal-kicking half-back in Cleary, it's pretty much a no-brainer. You need to get him in your squad somewhere. Um, I missed the boat last year, so I'm not going to... On him, I'm not going to do it this year. Um, but yeah, again, Bryce Cartwright, he might be a bit, bit of a wait and see. I, I mean, I still like 
DWZ as well in the back line. I think he's a he's he's fit for super coach. He's you know hasn't quite hit his straps yet, and he's, he's still... tempted us for years. And he's at two seventy four thousand, yeah. so the price is tempting again. That's right. So I mean, he's he's the right price, and you know maybe his injury is scaring me off a little bit. But again, I, I, I think I want him in my in my team for that price. So yeah, like you said, you could just pick a lot of uh. A lot of Panthers players and, and, and be pretty competitive throughout this year. And the prices this year have gone up. Like doing the the player pages, which hopefully will be all online, then we're working through them now on the website www.supercoachpros.com. And each time you sort of add to the, the player, you realise how much more expensive they are than, than what they were at the start of last year. So it's... It, it, the game has changed. It has, there's no real rule change for Supercoach, but it has changed because the prices have changed. They're obviously erring closer to the to the player's maximum rather than a midpoint for season starting, and it's it's going to make it harder to pick a lot of studs. The the cheapy price has gone up, you know, almost ten thousand. Makes it harder to go stud cheapy, stud cheapy, and some of these guys in the middle, it's going to become a, you've got to be a bit clever, a bit more clever how you. How you pick, which ones you pick, and obviously the, the the gap between the ones that start the season well and and don't, if you pick the wrong mid price players, it's going to be a lot wider. So those early rounds are going to be critical. Let's move on to the Rabbitohs now, um, and we're expecting um, some interesting options in the three quarter line. Um, maybe Braden Burns or CSOFA Talakai. Even Robert Jennings could get the call there in the forwards. We're hoping for Aaron Crichton, but it looks like he's a little bit on the outer, maybe outside the starting 17. That puts a bit of a, a, a dampener on, on a dual-position player we were hoping could be a moneymaker, but I wouldn't give up on him totally. Ryan, the other guy that looks good um, for Souths is Zane Musgrove, a big lump of a lad that, you know, he's been impressive um, since coming into first grade, you know, last year. Yeah, he is, um, and he's gone uh, pretty well, uh, in my opinion, anyway. Um, and with the team that South put out now, there is space for him, um, at least off the bench to begin with, but as the season goes along, I wouldn't be surprised to see him um, jump in to a starting spot, being that there is a few, there's a few ageing um, guys in that, in that uh, forward pack for South. And they've been disappointing, Andrew. Guys like George Burgess and you know, Tom Burgess, um, Dave Tyrrell. Like the, you know, a young guy like Musgrove could really get an opportunity. Oh, big time! And and don't forget Robbie Rocco. He's you know a big marquee signing this year. And I think again, he's injured last year and a big loss for the Knights. I think he can potentially have some um, good inroads in the into the. South's squad this year. Um, yeah, but Musgrove, yeah, like you said, he's a big boy, carries the ball hard, and, and that's what South's need. You know, that's their game plan, and I think, um, yeah, I think that he'll you know, flourish under, yeah, with that game plan. 225000 not a bad price there. 342000 for Rocco, not out of um, out of line there either, either. Andrew, are you looking at Greg Inglis at all? Every time I say no, he pulls my pants down. <laughs> he's he's, a, he's a great. He's he's a bit quite a bit cheaper than some alternatives, but he only oh he, and he can play five eighth um, in Supercoach. Yeah, 
yeah, and I mean, the only downside is he might, you know, the body's a bit older. He might sit out a few weeks out injured and plus the origin, he's going to play all three games there if he's not injured. So, um, yeah, just... Consistency is a worry. He's yeah, that, that's down. the thing. I mean, one big game, one poor game. That's right. I mean, he, he's snapping for field goals when he's two points down. I'm going <laughs> to stick with the Raiders. Um, the big one there, I guess, is the, who's going to fill in for Jared Croker out injured on the weekend. Of course, the game we didn't didn't wrap earlier was the All Stars game, and we didn't get a lot of info out of it. Um, probably not the most sort of viable game to get much out of Supercoach wise, but a key injury to Jared Croker. But it does give pave the way for Nick Kotrick, a cheapie there. He's going to battle it out with Jordan Turner for that spot, and you'll get a good month out of whoever plays there. I think I think um, either player could be good, but Turner coming from England, a bit higher priced at 219000 but um, still in that Raiders back line, uh, good value. I'm interested in guys like um, Joseph Tarpany, um, Two sixty nine thousand. Can he get a bit more minutes? I know that um, Ricky Stewart likes to to sort of swap his middle third players around. Josh Papali, I think Ryan at four nineteen thousand is another. Uh, conversely, he's um, the edge players play eighty minutes under Stewart. Maybe he's another one taking a step now that he's you know an Origin proven performer. Yeah, look, um, he was. Like he had a good season last season. Supercoach wise, he was a bit up and down, not um, not as high a scorer um, when he went big uh, as previous uh, years. Um, look, I, I think the Raiders forward pack is really great, uh, and as you said, the edge players do play, um, you know, but you know, all about the eighty minutes. Um, guys like Whitehead as well. Um, he was uh, very good last year. Um, and I think they're all in that same kind of boat. They're all interchangeable as well, which I think is the possible danger. Because um, Papali can one? easily uh, play middle third. Yeah, which one's going to um, come up? Although Stuart, yeah. last year, I remember hearing an interview where he said, no, Papali wanted him to be an 80-minute player on the edge. He had to get his weight in order, get his fitness up, and he's done that now. So I, I, yeah. I reckon Stewart's done with moving him into the middle third. I think he's going to leave him out there. Yeah, well, if that's the case, then... Sorry, yeah, there's also sure. Dave Taylor, isn't there? That's, you know, the, the the smoky that could, you know, potentially get a contract and <laughs> play on the bench somewhere. I wanted to ask yeah. you um, about, about the bench players, Andrew, because the guy that I noticed last year that really... He, he, now, he's gone over past Fensum. He's probably past Luke Bateman, who's pretty impressive in his own right as well. It's Clay Priest, and he's only 156,000. Uh, he's a real workhorse. Yeah, it's in the Fensum kind of mould, isn't he? Mm. But, um, yeah, <laughs> he will get your points just from tackling alone, and, you know, yeah. that's half the battle. So. Build up, build up, I get just... up to 250,000, 300,000, and you can trade him out for someone... Better then. Yeah, I just don't see him getting too many points. That's it. Yeah, it's like too much game time. Sorry, so mm. he'll hit he'll hit his ceiling. Then you can offload him. But um, a, a good someone to think about maybe is, is um Caesar. He'll he'll probably do some goal kicking now that Croker's got a dodgy knee for the for the season. So that, that could be an option too. Two thirty six thousand, very affordable um, at halfback. So yeah. I'm worried the way the Raiders play. Neither Caesar or Austin 
did as well as we thought last year, but it could flip back around. Finally, yeah, he's not, he's not really the 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 running full uh, halfback, is he? But, but when um, he played yeah, for the it, Gold Coast, an option. he he was very good for Supercoach, you know. But it just didn't pan out um, last year. I just year think maybe maybe it was the, the goals that he's kicking. It's mm. a good point. I think he's one that definitely could could rise in price for you. Uh, the Roosters, a lot to like about them heading into this year. Winners of the Nines, um, guys like Daniel Tupo. Latrell Mitchell, they could outdo their their base uh, salary. We love Connor Watson. Not sure if he's going to beat out Luke Keary. Looks like Mitch Orbison's going to get a back row spot. That might work for you. Boyd Cordner was very good at the end of last year. He's expensive, but probably one of the um, studs that you can trust the most out of those high-end ones. Um, even Jake Friend, very good at hooker. And a guy I really like, uh, Andrew, is um, the guy who played for the Indigenous All-Stars, on the weekend on the bench, Chris Smith. And I wonder if he gets a crack, whether he might be a little money earner. He's very, very cheap. Oh, well, he's a, if he's a cheapie, then, yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at him this weekend, Paul, and, and yeah. we'll get back to you. But, yeah, yeah 143,000. Um, that's, I mean, you don't get any too much lower than that, do you? So um, it's promising that he's, you know, in the squad for this weekend. And, yeah, like I said, keep an eye on him and, yeah, if he, if he plays, I mean, you need to get him into your, your squad, don't you? Because, like, well, like we said, don't get much cheaper. Latrell Mitchell named in the centres and Gordon at fullback. A bit disappointing. Don't know if Mitchell has the upside there. Um, on the flip side, when we're talking about those big-name props like Gallon, Sam Burgess, so expensive this year. And then, Ryan, you've got Jared Rear Hargroves. When he's on song, the best prop in the game, 325000 That's very affordable. Yeah, absolutely. Look, to be honest, I... I think he's a must. Um, he's being uh, he's not going to play Origin. Um, yeah, he's had a season that was interrupted last year with injury. I think he's ready to go. Um, I love the way he plays, uh, and I, yeah, I just think he's going to get he's going to play a, a, a fair amount of minutes um, for the Roosters. And yeah, I, I think he's a great bargain at that price. Actually, a lot to like. All right, this is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. You can find us on the internet, www.supercoachpros.com, and on Twitter, at Supercoachpros. Make sure, if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter. Give us a like on Facebook, and, uh, and you know, tweet us your questions. We're going to get into the Twitter questions right now, actually, and a couple from last week that carry over. Is Andrew Keady, he's in a draft league, so he wants to know some pretty important questions. We'll... Sort of roll them into one. We've got the top ten picks overall, um, which we glazed on last week, but we've actually sat down and nutted out for you this week. And also other hookers after Cameron Smith, as well as the top five centre and wingers. So we'll start with the top ten overall. And, and probably you don't want to hear this, Andrew, if you're thinking, if you're asking us what hookers to consider besides Cameron Smith. But Smith is our number one overall. Um, such a, a pro, kicking goals, you know, playing the storm playing 80 minutes there's just and, and in a position where there's not there is a gap between him and the next I think in a draft format where you position it's not just the players you're picking in, in order it's also the, what positions you're valuing over others I think I think it makes him a clear number one I think speaking of positions being important I think that puts Jonathan Thurston in next followed by James Tedesco even though we probably think in classic super coach Tedesco takes a step back because of his price. 
Um, but in the draft, I think he's still got a, he's still very much up there, and those position weightings are important. Um, then you start looking at your forwards. I, this is interesting, um, Andrew, because the I'm worried about guys like Burgess and Gallon, Cartwright, Fafita. I've actually looking at Merrin as my number one forward from Cordner, then Burgess, Gallon, Cartwright, Andrew, Fafita, and probably Simon Mannering is also in there. But you could clump them as a as a group where you could say any one of those that you're going to get, uh, you're going to be pretty happy with. Yeah, that, you're right there. I mean, you're going to get someone... You're going to get a front row, back row. You're going to get a good one, aren't you? Because there's, there's enough of them going around. There's only one JT. There's only one Cameron Smith. And that's in Supercoach and in, in, in the proper... In proper. Mm. Um, so that's where you've got to be careful, don't you? You've got to, you've got to value those... Who do you want in your team more? Um, you know, so you're, you're right with the Cameron Smith, you know, get him in there. JT, get him in there, and then then you can start looking at someone like a Burgess or or, or a Fafita, because like 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 you said before, that they are all pretty similar, aren't they? You just look at um, Cameron Smith, best player in the super co- in Supercoach last year, eighteen oh two total, and you kind of have to go down to Jake Friend at seventeenth and fifteen ten, almost three hundred points behind. So, whereas you look at you know, Bryce Cartwright, dual position player, second best last year from Ryan James, front row. You know, Jared Croker, centre, Sam Burgess, dual position, front row, second row, Trent Merrin. You know, then Sean Johnson, your first half. Yeah, that, you can see why we clump some positions together and others we just say, no, go for them first. And go I for think, them, that's right, yep. And I think, um, Ryan, you know, we've put Thurston ahead of Sean Johnson, but maybe the change of coach in New Zealand, maybe the fact we're starting to get worried about the Warriors because they have let us down so many times, but he still was the best performing half. Um, well, I guess if you don't include Bryce Cartwright playing as a 5'8 um, last year. Yeah, he was. Um, and, yeah, I don't see any reason why not, why that, why that's going to change um, regardless of how good the Warriors go. Um, yeah, he's very... He's, clearly um, vital to those guys. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you're not going to go poorly um, getting him or Thurston, I guess. The other guy you would almost consider in that top 10 is Roger Tuovasa-Shek. And considering how much cheaper he is and all those other names for regular supercoach, that says a lot, I think, um, for regular supercoach players. Um, the fact that in a draft league you'd have him up in that same league as those guys at a 450 plus. Uh, hookers, well, Andrew, we sort of nutted this out prior to the show, and um, other hookers than Cameron Smith, I think Josh Hodgson is probably there. I think Jake Granville looks like he's back to 2015 form from what we've seen early on. I think you can trust him in that sort of next top three to five. Isaac Luke uh, and Jake Friend have got to be up there, and Nathan Peets for Gold Coast and, of course, Manly's hooker, Apisai Corusau, a guy you think could take a step this year. Yeah, I think with uh, with Purcell leaving, and there's not too many other options at the hook. I mean, Karen Cullen's looking okay, but an out-and-out hooker, Corusau's never really had a full season there. He's always been, you know, chopped and changed. And he showed last year he can score some points, albeit he was playing at halfback when Cherry Evans was out. But, 
yeah, he can score some some points. Um, solid in defence, and he's he's pretty electric in attack. So I, I, I would he's not a bad option, you know, especially as a as a point of point of difference. And the centre and wingers, I think we mentioned RTS. Tommy Jabrovic has got to be right up there as well, another manly player. Um, Joseph Leilua, Tohu Harris playing two positions. Um, there, Ryan would be would be a good one as well. Um, the fact that you know second row, but you can put him in your centre and winger. Yeah, I really like those <laughs> those players, and I especially like those players. Um, and I mean, it's generally. Um, the two positioners, if they're second row centre, um, I think they're, they're gold, those guys. Um, and that guy in particular. Um, the other guy who was uh, possibly thinking of, um, but he might be a ways down the list, um, if you're saying dual position, is Alex Glenn. Yeah, I like Alex Glenn this year. I think he's quite affordable. The question is, will he start over Sam Tido? That's the big yeah, question mark. And the, that's why he's that's so much cheaper, because when he started coming off the bench, he wasn't getting the minutes. His supercoach base went down quite a bit. Therefore, his costs went down. That's why he's so much cheaper at the start of this year than he was at the start of last year. And as I said earlier, it's pretty rare uh, in 2017 to get a guy cheaper than the year before. Um, so we we're always circling those guys. I guess um, Cameron Munster's got to be there or thereabouts as well. And, and Andrew, we're trying to work out where Jared Croker fits in because, of course, he's out for the first month. But he could, after that, he could be the top-performing Saren winger. I mean, yeah, you're right because it's the same as having the, the, the top try scorer or the, you know, you need to get the top point scorer into your team somehow because they're going to, in turn, score you points for the super coach. So... With the Raiders' attack and his his pretty lethal goal kicking, it it yeah, it's a very good uh, opportunity to get, yeah get him in. And I mean, the, the only thing I I am worried about is is his knee injury. And if you know if it's Can't a bit dodgy, if it comes back comes back a bit too soon, um, maybe Caesar will will take over the kicking duties because he's not no slouch when it comes to kicking either. So he might take you know half the year off because of his injury. That's the big drama with, with, with Croker is how long, you know, predicting how long he's out for. If he's only out for a month and he's back to his best after that, I think you can put him in around the 5th, 6th, 7th best centre and winger because yep. in the draft league, it's all about it just beating the guy, you know, head-to-head head week to week. And even if you lose the first four games, you don't want to do that ideally, but you're still in it. It's not like overall where, you know, you've well, just got all these zeros he couldn't do that but in head-to-head in draft you you can you can hold a guy like that and he can be invaluable to you later on because someone's going to get him and probably get him in a really good spot in the draft let's go on to a couple more tweets before we finish up the show gav asks what do you make of the storm playing kafusi at second row and kenny bromwich at lock in the trial this week um it looks like a face-off ryan between because finucane's been named on the bench um, I'm assuming that those two will play 40 minutes each at, in Kevin Proctor's role on the right edge um, when we get to the regular season, but this might be a face to see who gets the start in round one. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I didn't think it would, but, um, you know, when you put it in those terms, it's definitely um, definitely kind of, <laughs> you know, takes on that, um, takes on that uh, importance. Uh, 
Wow. Yeah. Look, I think that Bromwich would would win that, but you don't know how Greg Bellamy thinks, and um, he's clearly a better coach than I am. Is there anything to take the Brisbane motto, Andrew, where you know they they don't actually pick their best five for, forwards to start because they want a bit of punch off the bench? Is Finucane going to come off the bench potentially? Um, you know, in those first few weeks to give, to to help, you know, when the likes of McLean and Jesse Bromwich go off that you don't lose so much? Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad tactic, is it? Just to keep the, the intensity up and, and, you know, always having the experienced players on the field. But, again, you've got to remember that it's, it's hard to read in the trial match. That, you know, these guys are, it's a long season and I know that Bellamy's, like Ryan said, a very good coach. It's it's just it's hard to get inside his head and, and think what he's going to do because he'll probably think of something that we haven't even thought of and, and, and blow our minds. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye on it, I guess, is the best advice. Gav will know yeah. more leading into round one when those teams are named. Two weeks' time, we'll do the show back on Tuesday from next week, but in two weeks' time will be that big show. Uh, Justin Janenga asks thoughts on Cody Walker. Ryan, the price looks a little bit high considering he's still, you know, a one-year talent at this point. Yep, um, I think it is too high, um, and I don't think yeah he's shown enough super coach uh, point scoring ability just yet. Yeah, I mean he did um, awesome just, last just year, but he was, he was so cheap, you know, as everyone loved him, and he yep. was putting up some big scores. I mean, he was hitting a hundred and, and you know nineties and. So yeah, he, no, absolutely he you was, know. but that's a little bit different to um, starting the year and, you know, and everyone's had a good look at him now, so I th- I there will no doubt be some, some plans for each team to shut him down. I, I, I tend to agree with you, Andrew, uh, a dissenting voice, or are you, are you agreeing no, with the majority? <laughs> and finally, footy underscore 1717 asks, best advice for an NRL fantasy player making the move to SC? NRL fantasy really only, only touched on it. Um, but those base points are higher, and there's a lot, there's a lot bigger gap between the low score and the high score. So there's a couple of very basic things I could say to you. A guy like Sean Fensom in his prime was more valuable in NRL fantasy. So maybe you're looking a little bit more at skill positions and more at skillful players. Um, the likes of Cody Walker, not that we're suggesting him, but those type of players can do very, very well for you in Supercoach, um, maybe in NRL Fantasy, they're not as um, important. And, and taking the hits, you know, taking those lower scores from some of those big-name players is is it's not ideal, but it might not sort of harm you quite as much because you know of those upsides. I think a guy like Corey Oates is a good example of, of that, you know, very a very decent Supercoach option last year. Um, guys, that's just about will we'll do us. Um got through a lot and we've got a lot more to get through next week still six more teams to uh to preview um we've got the, the Ch- you know, charity shield the world club challenge plus the other trials to talk about um andrew we'll we'll see you up at the game yeah mate looking Rest forward to it um go manly <laughs> and we've got a few we can watch on the tv as well ryan thank you very much and we'll talk to you next week no problem at all. And, of course, Pete Peter Hanscom back with us next week as well. I am uh, Pauly G, Paul Grzadka. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, 
and you can um, subscribe on the iTunes there. And make sure you go to the website. Those player pages, they're getting updated as we speak, www.supercoachpros.com. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye for now.